Hello from Legal Week 2019 in New York City, New York. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm David Fisher. I'm Niraj Rajpal. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. We're uh, hanging out here in the Big Apple at the Legal Week 2019. And we ran into some friends and a new friend, uh, apparently, here. So we just met somebody new. Let me just do a quick round of introductions. We have David Fisher joining us from Integra Ledger. Hello. Hi there. Glad to be back. And we have a new friend, Niraj Rajpal, also joining us from Integra Ledger. We'll get into your uh, position in a second, but welcome to the show first. Thank you. Excellent. So we ran into you guys. Uh, we weren't even going to come to Legal Week, but then we got, as my uh, boss says, we got conference shamed into coming. And so we decided to go. And I'm glad we did. It's been a really great visit here. And so why don't we start with the basics for people that aren't as familiar with Integra Ledger. It's more than just Integra Ledger. There's a lot more involved with it. David, why don't we start with you? Tell us about your position, the company, and how everything intertwines. Absolutely. So I'm the founder and CEO of Integra Ledger, which is the blockchain for the, the world's legal industry. I mean, we're building blockchain infrastructure, what we would call a, a data integrity utility uh, for the world's legal industry and the world's lawyers. Uh, we're also the founder of the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium, which is the largest consortium of, of legal organizations in the world focused on blockchain technology. We just crossed over 190 organizations, uh, which is exciting. Uh, and, and frequent listeners of Legal Talk Network have probably followed this since, it, since its inception. Really. So in, in the last 18 months to grow to 190 organizations in 25 countries is incredible. Uh, we're also the founders of the Global Legal Hackathon, uh, which aligns with our, our strategy of just building community around uh, legal technology uh, innovation. All right. And Niraj, how about you? So I'm the chief innovation officer for Integral Ledger. I joined literally a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, Congratulations. My thank you. And, and you know, my responsibility is really focused on the legal tech uh, ecosystem, uh, as David mentioned, we're building the ecosystem for the uh, the legal blockchain community, and working with the legal tech companies, and and of course my peers, the, the law firms, the big corporate houses, as well as the legal industry, to to do some proof of concept, do some awareness, and really in 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 essence make them aware of what we're doing and the and the ecosystem itself. It's pretty exciting. Well, excellent. So I guess my first question to you guys is, why are you here? What is uh, what is it about Legal Week that has attracted you? I know there's got to be some some business going on. Uh, David, I, as uh, someone that's been in the Denver office when a lot of your projects have come by, I'm sure there's something cooking on a burner somewhere. Well, we, we, we heard there was going to be a polar vortex, or I forget what it was <laughs> called. So we thought, you know, we, we want to be there. We want to experience this like negative 20. No. Um, I mean, it's, it's Legal Week. So it, it's, uh, you know, big legal organizations focused on technology. Uh, obviously, as as a key player in, in the legal technology ecosystem, especially for blockchain, uh, we you know, need to have a presence here. And so we've, we've spent the week uh, meeting with leaders of of software companies, of uh, large corporate legal departments, uh, and certainly law firms uh, to uh, advance discussions in some cases about just the, the general state of the technology and others to uh, uh, work on uh, proposed proofs of concept for the actual uh, rollout of, of blockchain technology and features and, and systems that actually probably a lot of listeners um, use. Uh, so that's an exciting thing that's, that's coming in the months ahead. Uh, and then ultimately, we're, we're uh, starting to really accelerate the number of blockchain integrations uh, with existing software platforms. Uh, and I mean, that, that's, that's our primary focus for applying this technology, which is which is to build it into you know, existing programs that people use, uh, and we, we would we would describe this just as a, a trust layer 
uh, or digital trust uh, for software that people use. But fundamentally, we're here to, you know, to meet our friends, make new ones, uh, and uh, advance blockchain and the law. Excellent. So, so for me, it was great. I'm from New York, so for me, I've attended every legal week uh, as a as a speaker, as a host, as uh, you know, people my uh, meeting my friends uh, in the legal community. For the, for me, this time around, it was even more exciting, because for me, I was not just meeting my friends, but also speaking to the legal tech companies and educating them, making them aware of what Integral Ledger is all about. And at the end of the day, it's it's, it's an exciting week. I mean, everybody's here, everybody's excited. They want to, you know, so it's the beginning of the year and, and it's New York. Yes, it's cold, but it's New York. <laughs> it's very cold. <laughs> so, uh, David, I, I saw on the agenda that you were presenting while you were here. So it wasn't just about uh, meeting other vendors, but you're also presenting as well. I, I was on two panels. I guess one of them was officially a workshop. Uh, both obviously focused on blockchain uh, and specifically blockchain uses and applications in law. Uh, and so it was, it was fun to show some demos there and just explain more about how the technology works. Uh, I thought both panels were, were very successful. One was in the legal CIO track uh, and the other one was a, a more of a general uh, just workshop session. I ran into your colleague, Jay Hall, at uh, one of the sessions that I jumped in on, which I thought was great. It was titled, uh, From Conversation to Conversion, Getting Lawyers to Use New Tools. And so had I known what I know now, I would recommend to every vendor that's in the expo hall to send a representative to that particular session because I got an eye opener uh, in terms of the psychology in law firms about innovating and, and implementing those innovations and new technologies there are a lot of obstacles there, and the people that were presenting, they're very nice, uh, they, they uh, walked us through some of those obstacles and how they overcome them and how they deal with it. So that's really, really interesting. But the, for that alone, I think, was uh, definitely worth coming. So uh, I guess my next question to you guys, you're here, you got to experience a little bit of it. David, you got to present, you've been talking with some folks. Uh, what were some great takeaways that you're going to walk away from the conference? People have been talking about an inflection point in legal tech and legal innovation for years. And if you look at the deals that have been announced in the last year and some just recently, you know, in the pace of those deals and some huge capital raises, um, and then just talking to some of our, our counterparts, you know, and, and kind of the core legal tech uh, space, I get the sense that the, the pace and the scale of you know, innovation is accelerating and growing. I don't know. Niraj, what do you think? Uh, so I, I'll tell you, you know, I, my biggest takeaway has been, you know, speaking to my peers and of course the, the legal tech partners that I've been talking to for the last couple of days, it's that word blockchain being misused so much. I mean, it's unbelievable when you use the word blockchain and you, you hear back from people and you're like, really? What you, that's not blockchain. I mean, that's not what we're talking about. So, so, so the, the reason I'm an Integra is really you know, David and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, and the biggest selling point for me was, we're not selling you anything. We are, in essence, building the ecosystem for the legal, you know, blockchain community to work under. That is, to me, the biggest statement of all. Because there's no product. We're not selling you anything. We don't want you to buy anything. But we want you to understand that what we're really building, and it's going to happen, you know, a small baby step at a time. And it's amazing, 190 people being part of the global legal blockchain consortium. 190 organizations representing probably 100,000 It's huge. Yeah. It, it, it's like we are almost on track to become the second largest consortium in the world. And by no marketing, we are just, in essence, speaking to people. That's pretty big. So, Naraj, I'm going to put you on the spot. So a softball question, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, other than David Fisher, who was your favorite presenter, 
during the uh, League of Week 2019. I wish I could tell you I didn't attend any session, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I got to take David as my number, number one and number two. Sorry. Gotcha. Gotcha. And David, besides yourself, who was the favorite presenter? I was mostly occupied in sessions that were, were just private meetings. So we, we so Jay, that you mentioned, uh, attended the session. So it's better to ask him. Uh, but I, I did my uh, I did my duty and presented the two panels, and otherwise I was in private meetings with uh, managing partners and CEOs and that sort of thing. Speaking of polar vortexes and other forces of nature, I understand that we have another global legal hackathon coming up, and so there's some announcements. Yes. So uh, you and you guys were a huge supporter of of uh, Global Legal Hackathon 1.0 um, about a year ago, where I think we're we're headed towards 50. Cities around the world, uh, so it's it's bigger. It's headed. It's going to be bigger. It, uh, I think we're in more countries. Still six continents, so we're represented everywhere. Uh, the the uh, amazing Brazilians, I think, are are headed towards I think eight or ten uh, cities. So Brazil's going big with this. Um, I think we have about ten in the United States, and uh, like I said, about fifty around the world. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, and and we announced a, a major new initiative as part of the hackathon this year. It's something we call the Growl Initiative, G R O W L, and that stands for Global Rise of Women in Legal Tech. And we're yeah, we've been just blown away at the the response to this. Uh, Nita Sanger, um, uh, who recently joined the Integra team as Chief Strategy Officer, uh, she was previously at a, uh, Walters Kluwer as the Global Head of Innovation. Uh, she's leading. Uh, both the hackathon and the Growl initiative, and and what Growl is, ultimately it, it'll be the we think the world's largest panel of women legal innovation legal tech leaders uh, who are volunteering to act as mentors to women led teams and, and the hackathon around the world and and the Growl initiative will will extend beyond the hackathon, but you know operationally it's really launching you know from within the hackathon this year. The hackathon is February twenty second to twenty fourth. Uh, and we we just we saw an opportunity to um, to take the especially in this 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 moment of of uh, focus on you know diversity inclusion uh, partner promotion advancement that sort of thing and obviously there's that uh, noteworthy letter that was published early in the week uh, from 170 GCs you know on the topic and so it was it was serendipitous that we had we had announced Growl just two weeks prior to that uh, and so and we we've seen this this almost viral. Um, engagement uh, of senior women leaders around the world, and we're, we're very excited to see how that plays out during the hackathon, uh, as they they actively support and and we think amplify uh, what women are doing in legal tech and uh, legal innovation around the world. Now we were we were neck deep in it last year. We got a, a really good look under the hood of the global legal hackathon. But there's going to be some listeners out there. They're hearing global legal hackathon. Like, what is that? What 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 uh, what type of event is that? You're hearing all these countries, all these cities. What are you guys doing, David? So do you, do you want me to describe the, the the nature of the event? Yes. That, okay. So so people get confused by the word hackathon. And I think that's a conjunction of you know hacker and marathon. I mean, it's innovation. It's an innovation sprint. You know, we might describe it, and what what you do is you arrive, you register for the event. There's no cost. Teams, just, right? And and we register as an individual. Okay. Uh, and and you and it's for a weekend, and like I said, it starts Friday night, February 22nd, in cities all over the world. You know, in local time zones. So you know, at five or six o'clock, you go to to the the venue uh, that's hosting in your respective city. Uh, you socialize, beer, pizza, appetizers, whatever. Uh, so just mix and mingle. And about seven o'clock or so, 
there's a there's kind of a welcome and call to order and anyone any individual that wants to pitch an idea uh, can can basically sign up to do so uh, and so you might have 20 or 30 or 50 uh, people lined up and you get 60 seconds a hard stop 60 seconds to pitch any idea in legal innovation and that can be for for private benefit, some some tool for profit. It can be access to justice, public benefit, doesn't matter. It just has to be legal industry related. And after after all those 60 second quick fire pitches are completed, the crowd you know, that's assembled for the event, and that could be 100, 150, 200 people, depending on the, the venue, uh, votes on the top ideas. So it's really crowdsourcing uh, the, the best ideas, if, you know, so to speak. So the top 10 or 15 uh, vote getters uh, are the the team or the, are the ideas that proceed through the rest of the weekend. Once those top ten or fifteen are selected, all the rest of the participants voluntarily associate themselves with one of the teams, uh, and that become and each of those ten or fifteen teams are the teams that go through the rest of the weekend. And so for the rest of the night on Friday, um, all the way through Saturday, all day, and then Sunday up until about five o'clock, those teams work together to build an MVP, minimum viable product. So, working technology prototype. They they you know they select a name. They do branding, social media. They might even get customer feedback, even real customers in some cases. Uh, in some venues around the world, people actually even sleep at the venue, and they're, they're like working on <laughs> like twenty four seven. It's amazing what's produced. And so on on Sunday evening, we have a panel at, at every venue. There's a panel of judges, uh, and usually these are local uh, legal industry leaders. Uh, like over in the UK, you have Christina Blacklaws, the president of the Law Society. Usually prominent folks serve on the panel of judges. They judge um, all of these presentations. Each of the team, each of those 10 to 15 teams that's gone through the weekend has five minutes to pitch and present, uh, five minutes of follow-up questions, and then the judges confer and they select a winner. From that point, the winners of all the respective venues around the world, all 50 or so, uh, go to you know what we call a virtual semifinal, uh, and for that we have a global a panel of global judges, and so from those fifty semifinalists, the finalists are selected, and those teams are invited to a, a gala and finals event um, in New York City, uh, and that I think it will be in May of this year. It's a whole innovation competition of sorts, uh, but more than competition, we we really think of this as experiential learning for innovation. For, I mean, the, there aren't that many opportunities in, say, a law firm or a corporate legal department to really um, go and, and do what, what would feel like an R&D project, right? The, and this is, this is an opportunity not just for an hour. It's not a seminar. I mean, to actually, for an entire weekend, join a team, experience what it's like to, to go through the ideation and iteration and rapid prototyping Agile development all the way through in about 54 hours to presenting, you know, working prototype and pitching that. And we saw from last year that there are actually some teams that went on to commercialize that and, and launch. Uh, and so it, it's, uh, it's mostly about you know, experiential learning and education. There's, there's a competitive portion to it. Uh, but ultimately, from our perspective, it's about bringing the world's legal community and legal innovation community together you know, in a global platform to, to learn uh, mostly and play a little bit. Do you have to be a software programmer to, to participate? No. The, you just have to have an interest in the legal industry. You, I mean, it, it's helpful if you know something about the legal industry. But, you know, you think about a team, you need, uh, you need 
business people. You need uh, legal expertise, some some you know, knowledge of of the market. You need programmers. You need graphic designers. You, you need you know, imagine you're launching a company. Imagine you're launching a business. It just so happens that all those processes are compressed into a weekend. Uh, but it's remarkable what a team uh, you know of diverse you know talents and experiences. Oftentimes, you know, people that have never met each other can accomplish in just uh, two and a half days. Yeah, we did. We went last year, and it was a lot of fun. I remember, uh, in particular, an interview with uh, with a group called Rights Now, and they did a full pivot in the middle uh, on Saturday night. On Saturday night, they uh, they actually went by and they asked me what they thought, what I thought about one of their ideas, and I just I had to give them the honest answer, and I said, I just don't. I don't see the the uh, the value. And they did a complete. Uh, they came up with something new, and to their credit, like worked it around pretty fast, and then went out and did some some like man on the street, woman on the street interviews uh, with testing the product, and came back. And I was did- there. I mean, we were th- that the New York venue was was hosted by American Express at their headquarters, and they literally went down to the the shopping mall attached to the building. And, and started grabbing people off the street and saying, hey, can we interview you? <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> tremendous. A lot of fun. So uh, if you, if you haven't done done so, you're thinking about participating, you should definitely reach out. So David, uh, just in terms of that, the date, obviously this one, I don't know if they can still register or not. Yes, they absolutely. Can. So February 22nd to 24th in cities around the world, go to globallegalhackathon.com. Uh, and from there, you can, you can proceed to get instructions on how to register. Again, there's no cost to, uh, to participate. Uh, you just need to have a have a weekend free and need to bring uh, uh, plenty of enthusiasm. Excellent. Excellent. Well, last question for you guys, just real quick before we close it out. For listeners, they want to follow up with you guys. How can they find you? Uh, Raj, why don't we start with you? Yeah, so my, my email address is the best way. It's N-R-A-J-P-A-L, my first initial last name at integralledger.com. I just want to add a couple of things to what David said. So to me, the, the hackathon was a new concept. I mean, I came from the global, you know, legal CIO world. So when I came here and David started talking to me, I looked at him and said, what, what is this? What are you trying to break into anything? I mean, the word hackathon, right? And I started realizing, holy cow, this is a great concept. I mean, if you look at innovation and you look at, at what comes out of, out of, you know, innovation or innovative companies per se, I mean, I can tell you this nine out of 10 ideas fail, but it's that one idea that you're looking for, which hits a home run. So for me, this is very exciting. The fact that we're hosting it in New York and my, at Microsoft is, is even bigger. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. And David can reach me at, uh, D Fisher at integraledger.com and uh, LinkedIn's also a good way to, to get a hold of me. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us today and also our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. (laughs) 